welcome to Anchored, a podcast brought to you by The Word Unleashed, the preaching and teaching ministry of Tom Pennington. For more of Tom's content or to connect with us, visit our website at www.thewordunleashed.org. On this episode of Anchored, Tom discusses Jesus's view of scripture. In other words, what did Jesus think and believe about the Bible? Now here's Tom, exalting God's glory, explaining God's truth. We're looking at what the Bible teaches about the Bible. And I want to begin tonight by asking you a a rather basic foundational question. Why do you believe the Bible? Why do you believe the Bible? Now, honestly, there are a number of of appropriate answers to that question. John MacArthur, when I was at Grace to You, did a little booklet entitled Why I Trust the Bible, and uh, I forget now, I want to say it had 40 reasons uh, why you can trust the Bible. And so there are a number of possible answers that we can give, legitimate answers. But one primary reason that we believe the Bible is Jesus Christ. Excuse me. We believe the Bible because of Jesus Christ. We believe the Old Testament because he often affirmed it to be the very words of the living God. We believe the New Testament because Jesus pre-authenticated it by choosing the men who would be his representatives and would write it. So our ultimate authority then, in a very real sense is Jesus Christ. And Jesus' view of the Scripture could not have been any higher. What did Jesus teach about the Scripture? I want to begin and end tonight with the same text. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. And I want you to see, as Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount, as he really gets into the body of his teaching, what he believed about the Scripture. Verse 17. Do not think, Jesus says, that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. You know that the law and the prophets, shorthand for the 39 books we call the Old Testament. They were structured or differently, as we'll see later, in first century Judaism, but the same content. Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill. In the first century, those 39 books we call the Old Testament were already considered to be the inspired Scripture. And Jesus here unequivocally identifies those 39 books as God's very words to us. Notice in verse 18, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is fulfilled. Jesus didn't come to do away with the revelation of God, but rather to fulfill it. He explained the Old Testament in his teaching, he obeyed the Old Testament in his life, and he embodied the Old Testament and its ceremonies, and its pictures in his person. As I said, verse 18 outlines for us Jesus' view of Scripture. 
He says, the law. In the New Testament, the word law often refers to the entire Old Testament Scripture. And that's clearly how Jesus is using it here. Because in the previous verse, he uses the two terms, law and prophets, speaking of the entirety of the Old Testament. He's simply using the shorthand of the law, which is often done to speak of the entire Old Testament as well. So what Jesus says in verse 18 is his view of what we call the Old Testament. It was the Scripture as it existed at that time. Jesus affirms then, in the strongest possible terms, his confidence in the Scripture. He affirms his confidence in Scripture and its permanent authority. Notice verse 18, until heaven and earth pass away. Jesus, I think here, is using these words not in a literal sense, but as a proverb that really means never. He uses it that way a couple of times in the Gospels, where he intends to say it's never going to happen. It's easier for the universe as we know it to go out of existence than the smallest letter of the Hebrew alphabet, something that looks like an apostrophe in English, or the smallest stroke of a letter, that little distinguishing wiggly line, like in English, distinguishes a capital O from a capital Q. That's the stroke. He says it's easier for the universe to go out of existence than for the smallest stroke or the smallest letter of God's Word to fail. It's more enduring than the universe itself. Jesus also affirms Scripture's verbal inspiration. Notice again verse 18, Not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law. Scripture is the product of the breath of God. We know that. God speaks. All Scripture is is. Theonustos is breathed out by God, is the product of the breath of God. Just as my words are the product of my breath, the Scripture is the product of the breath of God. That's the idea. But God not only is the source of the thoughts of Scripture, but He is also the source of the very words themselves. That's what we mean by verbal. But Jesus goes even farther here. Here, in verse 18, Jesus says that the Old Testament Scriptures are breathed out by God, not only in their individual words, but even down to the smallest individual letters and the smallest strokes that distinguish one letter from another. Jesus believed in verbal inspiration. He also believed very strongly in plenary inspiration. Notice again verse 18, not the smallest letter or stroke, not one of them shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. In theological terms, the the word plenary simply means all, which is exactly what Jesus affirms here. Not only is each individual stroke and letter and word of the Old Testament breathed out by God, But all of it, in its entirety, is breathed out by God. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anchored Podcast. If you'd like to access additional content from Tom, or if you're interested in partnering with The Word Unleashed, 
please visit our website at www.thewordunleashed.org and be sure to connect with us on social media. We look forward to studying God's Word together with you on the next episode of Anchored.